March 20, 2021. It's the Waffle Pedro Show.
For Pedro Show, happy Saturday, happy first day of spring 2021. Equinox, too, I think has got a great name. Uh, we started the show on John Coltrane, then I'll be tired of you. Ain't gonna be tired of spring. And uh, Francisco Franco after that. Or maybe I should say Franco because it sounds too much like that cat in Spain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. such a great system. Why was it it's so poor? You know, somebody once asked Salvador Dali that. And he said some answer about, well, you know, if you take a sparrow and poke out its eyes, it'll sing better. Ah! Okay. Provocative, man. Uh, you can hear my guest. You you can tell. Well, you know, Brother Matty's still at the Love Grotto and the Pleasure Point. A couple of miles south because we're still in quarantine mode. But I'm not man alone because those software engineers in Estonia with their Skype invention, I got Robert Francisco with me. Welcome aboard, Robert. Hey, how's it going? Well, yeah, how's it going? Me. We're going to celebrate your music and uh, share with the listeners your journey. So c- please bring your earliest musical recollection. Um, my yeah. first musical recollection. Or, or memory or whatever you want to call it. You know, Remember, yeah. it's a Watt for Pedro show, so there's no hard questions and there's no wrong answers. Yeah, yeah. No, I got it for you. <laughs> <laughs> I um yeah, I uh, I grew up with my grandparents in Western Massachusetts, and Jay Maskus. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I played a show with him not not too long ago, maybe ten years ago. But uh, yeah, um, I'm from Western Mass. My uh, grandparent, my grandmother was Polish, and um, every weekend we would go to you know Polish music halls or you know pavilions around the area, and you know check out polka music so yeah yeah some accordion right yeah 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 accordion all of it you know just oompa loompa yeah yeah oompa loompa music <laughs> and that, i mean really gr- growing up that was my really the only music i was exposed to at home at a young age you know till till you know mtv and pop music and heavy metal hit um 
yes, from the television, right? From the television. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about in the pad? There was no musical instruments in our house. There was yes. actually there was a lot of musical instruments, but no one played them. There was <laughs> <laughs> like well, storage. Like it was that. like it's a storage pad. Like it's not like people were ignoring them or anything like that. It was, you know, all the polka that happened in my house was before I was born. Okay. It was like my grandmother's brothers and their people. They all, they had like, um, you know, like a folk polka band that would just play at the house for hangouts and gatherings. That was all before my time. So I saw, you know, I, there was a stand-up bass, a piano, a violin, accordions, all that was in the house. But I never saw anyone play them. I just saw, there were skeletons. There were the skeletons of Polka's past. They, um, <laughs> and you, you yourself never wanted to jump on any of these. I did, but they didn't really work. You know, <laughs> the, the stand-up bass had like one string on it, and I actually did use that on early <laughs> Max Lumac recordings. You can hear, you know, I'm in, I'm talking like '99, 2000 before I yeah. moved to Philly, and you, you can hear, you know, it's it, it is in there. It's on there a little bit, not very well, of course, but. Can I ask um, you about school? Were you in the choir or the marching band or shit like that? No, nothing. No. Okay. No. I, I mean, I I, I kind of tried to gabble in trumpet, but that was like for probably about a week. <laughs> okay. Didn't really stick with it. <laughs> and, and and what about the first record you bought with your own money? The first, well, the first, right, the first. Um, I, well, I didn't really. Okay, I, I wouldn't say buy with my own money because I don't really remember what that would be. But the first tape that I got my hands on on my own was um, Twisted Sister, Stay Hungry. Okay. Um, I ask that because when you're a kid, you don't have a lot of money, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean, the first tape I got my hands on that I fell in love with was, you know, Stay Hungry. Okay. Um, And that was dubbed from an older, you know, friend's older brother. D. D Snyder, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean... uh, What about the first gig you went and saw? First gig I went and saw was live polka music. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. (laughs) No, you know, I I I saw a lot of them. I could share a little of that because here in Pedro, there's big Croatia community and also Italian immigrants. And like they like, you know, especially at the weddings and shit, they break out the the, there's colas, too. There's different uh, pole. Basically, it's how the uh, boys and girls dance. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, I mean, that was my my, you know, one of my early music um, experiences, memories was, um, you know, my grandmother teaching me to polka in our kitchen. Yeah, so, I mean, it's, it's strong. Age. The yeah. guy who runs Reverend Guitars, because uh, uh, we uh, came together to make a bass called the Watt Plower, he plays mm. in a band that does all Pink Floyd covers polka style. It's called oh, Polka man. Floyd or some shit. And yeah, they yeah. play these huge ass festivals along with the traditional bands. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. believe it or not. Well, you know, also, I'm surprised because Southern California and, you know, northern mexico i think there's a big you know like a lot of mexican music is there's like a polka crossover uh, absolutely it comes with, from uh, the, the german austrian kind of thing yeah that's where they learn yeah. beer too but that 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 umpa right that two-four thing yeah it's, it's really funny you know like i was uh skinning the radio the other day and I like came across like a like a Mexican radio show, and I for a second I was like, oh my god, I think I'm listening to poker right now, and so I kept listening. I had to wait till they started singing to know which which it was. You know? <laughs> yeah, a lot of cross, but you know that's what music's for, I think. Yeah, you know it's for like yeah, hooking humans up together, maybe not in such an asshole way. <laughs> yeah, know, I mean, well, artistic. Both, yeah. and essentially both musics are you know for fun, you know, to dance, to have a Absolutely. good time, and. You know the the personality and the 
everything else is taken out of it a little bit and it's just you know okay someone's gonna play this and everyone else is gonna have fun yes yeah. a little bit of mating ritual yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit here i, I want to play here private eyes
What a mess has been made And nothing has been done about all of this stuff gathering dust It's that time once again it comes back now and then To do what you don't want but you must So you start looking around seeing what's to be found To be checked out for it's chucked in the bin A last look at the past before it's turned into trash Spring cleaning in winter again Kept there in the closet, stuffed in that shoebox Underneath the plate, you didn't glance it's on Hidden under the bed frame, stuck up on the shelf Left in the fridge for far too long A letter, a picture, a used bathroom fixture A t-shirt you refused to lose A 51 card deck, all that crap that you kept But knew all along you'd never use Bent thumbtacks, two ripped nylon stockings, and a drawer full of spent ballpoint pens. All that shit in the back room you really meant to get to, but you just couldn't figure out when. Though try as you may, it will not go away. By itself, it won't just disappear. And no steadfast resolve can make all this dissolve into nothing. It's plain. And it's clear So pick up the pieces Put them in that plastic bag Use a twist tie Tie it up tight Take it outside Put it down on the sidewalk They'll take it away overnight And you're done for now Though you just don't know how You got through it all in the end But it's a matter of time Soon you will find your spring cleaning in winter again It's a matter of time and soon you will find your spring cleaning in winter again
Not from Pedro show. Yeah. We had private eyes. Private eyes from uh, Francisco Davis. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to get to that. I'm going to ask yeah, you about Tobacco from, uh, from the other side of the state, Pittsburgh. He's got a brand new album, Mr. Tom. His rat bite. Uh, Andy Kerr from Holland. He used to be sound man for No Means No. And he's, uh, this is Man Alone. Spring cleaning and winter. Andy, you don't have to worry. Winter's over. Just get to the spring cleaning. And their hands rotten out of Switzerland. No, no, no. Time Machine 2, War in the Next Century from Bombas Prendon. Then Droner from Hands Rotten in Switzerland. Bombas Prendon, D.C. area. Uh, Tommy Dayhill out of Alaska with Dryoch. That's gay like I fucked up another language. Excuse me. And finally, Dexter Industries, the unutterable. So some projects here. If you noticed, all three of them had different names. Uh, but uh, but uh, I want to know how you got into this. You know, you tried a little bit of trumpet. You like Twisted Sister. Uh, you don't take any music classes in school. What about, uh, and you don't play the stuff at home because it ain't working. How do you get into music as a composer uh, player? Hmm. Interesting. Um, I mean, I started, you know, when as a teenager, I got into punk bands and, you know, I, I bought a bass for $15. Ah, and, you're a uh, bass player. <laughs> Great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, if what? I'm going to, you know, I play, I play guitar and bass, but, you know, I started with bass. You know, I really started with bass because the kids, the punk bands I was playing with, there's a drummer, a guitarist, a singer, but no one wanted to play bass. So That's like, like the know, old days. <laughs> yeah, it's like I was like, all right, you know, like, and I found one, fifteen, a Unibox for fifteen bucks. That's a good deal. And what about amp? I, you know, what? I don't even think it had a name. It was like it came, it came with the bass. It was like, okay, that's good enough for fifteen fucking bucks. Yeah, yeah. Now, now, did this band have a name? Uh, well, it did. Yeah, um, that one was called Frank K Four. Now, did Frank um, K. Ford do any gigs? Oh yeah, <laughs> not a lot. Is, is, yeah, but 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 is yeah. this your like your first gigs? Uh, yeah, my first gigs were like really small, like basement shows. Um, That's okay, still a, a gig. Yeah, there was a little place in uh, Western Mass called the Old Store, Flywheel. You know the American. Oh yeah, American I know Flywheel. Calls. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that place was just starting around this time. Northampton. Yeah, yeah, North East Hampton, Northampton, yeah. Okay, yeah, uh, I don't know specific, but Pearl Street yeah. and uh, Iron Horse, yeah. all kinds of shit. Yeah. My, my first concerts, you know, in the mid mid nineties were all at Pearl Street. Okay. Uh, going, going to playing. I wasn't, I wasn't big enough to play there. That was no, like well, that we was were, the big time. The only time I played upstairs was with Jay Mascus. I wasn't that big either. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. Uh, what came with the? Uh, how was that first Frank for? What mm -hmm. was it, Frank? Frank K4. Yeah, Frank K4. How was that yeah. first Frank K4 gig? Was it a success? Uh, You know, there was, like, high school friends sitting around, joking around, you know, waiting for us to finish. <laughs> 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 Were you scared? No, no. That one, I was, I was, well, I was eager. You know, okay, I think okay. I, like, maybe, I have pictures from it, and I have video from it, and what? I was, I was ready to rock and roll. And what about the material? Like, were you guys doing your own songs, or were you copying off records? Uh, we covered a like a couple punk songs, and mostly it was we we had we had a lot of originals. We had probably like four or five originals. That's great, man. Because we yeah. never did. No, not till the punk movement. Yeah. I I wrote one song as a teenager. 
Mr. You know, Bass King of Outer you... It was called Mr. Bass King of Outer Space. <laughs> and basically yeah, I, it was I, about doing a bass solo and blowing the rest of the band yeah off the stage and I had some issues. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We uh so, What do you do after this band? Um uh I guess I kind of I played in a grindcore band after that. Um yeah, like a grindcore band, you know, twenty second songs. Yeah, who was the big one there? Anal uh Cunt? Well, Anal Cunt was from our area. Yeah, that's what I'm but, saying. Um, and and they yeah, were like yeah, a yeah. grindcore with little songs like everybody's homosexual Yeah, yeah. So we were basically a rip off of that. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> we, we lost with, that you know, guy, like, right? His name was Seth or something? Yeah, Seth Putnam. Yeah, yeah that's very sad. Um, it was kinda like a rip off of that and a rip off of Ass Suck, which is more from your area. <laughs> yeah, and that's right. Uh, yeah, it's kind of like those two put together. And... <laughs> now, th these ain't your bands. These are bands you've joined, right? Well, the grindcore band. Well, the 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 first one was all the you know there was four punks in my high school, and we started a <laughs> punk band. And <laughs> people don't and, realize uh, how that used to be. It was fucked up. You were a total minority. Yeah, it was weird. But it, you know, I, for me, it was fun. You know, it was like it was a pleasure to be that. Yeah, in the way it, to... yeah, talk about like building some backbone. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But then, yeah, that one was a collective, and then the grindcore band was. It was me and the drummer that were the, the the songwriters, if you even want to call them songs. And uh, yeah, and then we got like a bass player to play or a sing or I always sang, but then we switched around who did what. Um, otherwise, depending on who was available. No one wanted to rock the bass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, these projects that we played during the first hour here, uh, mm -hmm. Francisco Franco, Francisco Davis, Dexter Industries. Mm -hmm. Give me some insight there, please. Um, well, Francisco Franco was me. I'm, my name's Robert Francisco. The other guitarist was Matt Franco. And, uh, <laughs> ah, makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of, you know, in a, in a nod to like, you know, like jazz quartets and stuff. Um, Emerson, the name. Lincoln, Palmer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, or Sonny and Cher. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. It, I mean, I I feel like it's less harsh than most of my other music, um, but I think it's still it's like the other side of the coin, where it has it has like the same spirit. I think, you know, the same simplicity and. Um, potency, but I, it's just, it's like, it's just a more contemplative angle from it, you know? But uh, are you comfortable with the idea of genre ain't music music? Of what? Uh, with genre, like this, this music is that, this kind, and this music is that oh, kind. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. At the I end of the day, it's all music, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I think everything I do is rock and roll. Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, I, I agree, I agree. Yeah. I mean, you get, get influenced, but that's the tradition we're following, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, so what's Francisco weird. Davis? Uh, well, Francisco Franco was me and Matt, and right. then we got our friend Nate Davis, to play bass when we wanted to play we played like four or five shows total we wanted <laughs> nate to play nate played with us bass with us live and then eventually um you know matt had a few kids and got more serious and that angle of life and me and nate did some you know four track recordings as francisco davis Whoa. so that that's the only difference the same you know it's the same trajectory okay and it's kind of right right around the same period 
Uh, well, it, it, it's linear. It's uh, Francisco Franco was like, you know, 09 to right. 13 or 14. And then Francisco Davis was since then, but and, and more sporadic. Okay. You know, since, yeah, the other guy lives in Grenoble, France now, Nate. Grenoble. I know that's by this uh, French part of the uh, Alps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 yeah, it's, I think his apartment looks over the Alps. Yeah, it's a pretty incredible place. Uh, I've only seen I've only seen pictures. Uh, now and, and finally, Dexter Industry. Yeah, that's uh, just me. Okay. That, yeah, it's more. Uh, it seems yeah. like this is where you were going to a man alone type of thing, right? Well, I well after I after the grindcore band in that yeah. era, I I started playing solo, which is MX Neumach, which has been solo the whole time. Basically, I've played live with other people and. Had a, a phase of writing songs with um, a couple of people. Well, about well uh, Max, six years ago. Max Neumach? Mm-hmm. MX Neumach, yeah. Okay, MX. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> get it right. It's hard to, yeah, get it right. Well, <laughs> MX Neumach. Okay, uh, yeah. this, is, this is actually contemporary, right? This is your current baby. Yeah, well, it's the longest running. It, I started it in uh, 99, and it goes till through today. And, and it seems like the more traditional rock and roll things like drums and bass and mm-hmm. you, you transitioned to electronics. Yeah. But I, I, I in my mind it, it was, I wanted to be in a rock band. I didn't want to deal with it. Sure, sure, sure. I got a, you know, I got a, you know, the drum machine and samplers and stuff like that. And, and, and I never what? wanted it to be like an electronic thing or like like thought of as an electronic thing okay I, you know i just wanted it to be a rock and roll and you know, so what, what was kind of your inspiration not uh, not throbbing gristle no you know what no not really okay i mean it, i mean yeah later but not so much early it was just the what? same the stuff that i loved the heavy metal punk music black metal oh you were just trying to use different instruments yeah. to get that those the, that feeling that those emotions yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. That yeah and I mean, I even, yeah. I mean, I loved, you know, I've loved rap music for a lot of my life too. Sure, so sure. There's even, you know, that that angle, you know. Well, they were they're big influenced by Kraftwerk, right? Well, yeah, did you yeah, know about yeah, this totally. Hollywood band from our scene in the '70s called Nervous Gender? No, I don't. Because they called it synth punk. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. The, no guitar. Well, they had a guitar a little bit. Frank was in the band for a little bit, but used. Yeah, yeah part of our like the screamers, like no guitar. Uh-huh. We. It's hard people imagine, right? Because they think it's just one kind of playing fast and and, yeah. and, and slamming, right? But there there was actually anything you wanted to <laughs> to be a band. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah. hitting on metal or, or or keyboard or yeah, drum machine. Yeah, the Screamers had a drummer who played alongside a drum machine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that can be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and they had a, a keyboard, a Fender Rhodes going through a fuzz tone. So, you know, without you knowing it, maybe you were on a parallel. I mean, you were years later. And these guys yeah. didn't really make records. Screamers thought records were over. So they only yeah. made a video. And then Nervous Gender really didn't get out that much. Uh, but it's just trippy about this. This Did you know about bands like uh, Robert Reynolds and uh, Thomas Lear, that stuff in England, you know, with the kind of the throb and gristle? No, not so much. SPK. You know, well, no, maybe yeah, they were Australia. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you yeah. knew about them. Okay, yeah, N- yeah, yeah. nurse with uh, nurse with wound. Yeah, yeah. Right, White House. Yeah, yeah. Okay, oh, yeah, so, well, so I you... love White House. Love and still love White House. But 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 your main inspiration was these guys that were making hard rock with bass and guitars. 
Yeah, yeah, mostly. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah or, or or people, you know, rapping over a, a hard beat. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Like I loved, it, you know, like for me, I loved like 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 more like gangster rap, you know. Well, like shit. Two, are you... two Life Crew, Ghetto Boys, like all that, you know, even LL Cool J. Well, we're <laughs> talking Philly. <laughs> we're talking Philadelphia, right? What about fucking yeah. Schooly D, Parkside? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah I got classic, to do a yeah. gig with him in uh, 1988. You know, it's, you know what's awesome? You did? I wouldn't shit you. It yeah, was at a place yeah, called it. Revival. It had several names downtown. And yeah. he took off his sunglasses, shook my hand. He said, my name's Jesse. Yeah. Cool people. He had homeboy yeah. Mike. Homeboy James just holding their balls all the time, and Code Money was doing the beats, and it was very hardcore. Well, I mean, if you if you listen to it and you listen to the drum machines, it sounds like they're using the same stuff, the Robin, the same equipment Robin Gristle was, or you know, other acts like that. They were, you know, just doing. They just have a different voice, you know. Yeah, I love that uh, album Saturday Night. Yeah, and the Parkside thing too. Look, we're at the end yeah. of the first PSK. hour. Yeah, PSK. Uh, I guess it's a neighborhood. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, uh, we're at the end of the first hour, twenty March, twenty twenty one. Dishwap Pedro show special guest Robert Francisco. Whole time for hour two. March twenty 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 one. Second hour of the Watt for Pedro show.
deep, I'm no longer red. All the machine gun roses, carefully grown. All of them once supposes, all of them thrown, thrown into the river. Seems like happiness will happen next. Ain't no rain clouds while we are underground. There's so much water here, see it flow. I'm no rose, I'm engineered to stay employed. It's your favorite toy. All the machine gun roses, carefully grown. All of them once supposes, all of them thrown, thrown into the river. De boel ploegt voort, niks vermoedend onverstoord. Soms vloekt hij binnen smoes, maar hoor je niks van, ja, dat is de goede soort. Hij doet wat hoort, en dat weet hij doen dus goed. Net iets te vaak, doe maar normaal, dan doe je al gek genoeg gehoord. Opgevoed door gehoorzame burgers, die een maaltje bij elkaar schrapen. Al last als atlas dragen. Voetzolige haven, de blaren op elk lichaam stil Dat externe oppervlaktes eventueel zou kunnen raken Ook al is het overdreven Fuck it! Zelfs in het weekend kun je niet ontsnappen naar een andere wereld. Rust, regel, maar reinheid. De hele rattenvlaar rammen we erin. Braaf achter elkaar aan, marcheren de ratten van onze zin. Het is een kwestie van discipline. Staren naar de vitrine. Je weet, je blijft er met de tingels af omdat je er eerst moet verdienen. Plichtsbesef zit je niks in de weg. Tenminste niet als je lekker binnen vet. Al de prijzen maar uit het zicht weg omdat je toch niks te winnen hebt. Of shit die je verplicht ziet. Realiteit of wetenschappelijke fictie. Soepele frictie. Gebrekkige intelligentie. Neurale interferentie. Geprogrammeerd binnen de lijnen lopen omdat je een dividend ziet. Wat nou, vierde dimensie? Ik zie slechts het platte vlak. Soms zie ik een opening in de lucht en denk ik bij mezelf: What nou? Fuck!
Watch for Pedro Show. Second hour. Started off. Coast Transparent. Or maybe COS Transparent. From Veiled. And then Ben Salter out of Tasmania with the Pembroke Hotel. SZ out of Chicago. This is Snez. This uh, record she made during the situation. Machine Gun Roses. Originally from the old Yugoslavia. Uh, Von. Oh no. Juan Von Dadag. Deboer Plojvort. Yeah, my Dutch. Sorry. <laughs> from Groningen. Uh, good stuff, though. I apologize for fucking up more languages. Dale Crover, drummer man with his solo record, uh, Shark Light Overbite. Whoa. And then uh, from, a, I guess this was from a Flexi. Uh, veiled Suicide Herself. So so what's this Veiled project? Veiled is myself and uh, Arnau Sala from Barcelona. Um, probably in about 2005, I started going to Barcelona once a year till 2014, one to three months, and mostly staying with my friend Arnau and a little bit my friend Adrian. But me and Arnau, you know, after like a few years of, you know, kind of living around each other there and hanging out a lot and playing shows in our separate own separate projects, we decided to collaborate and failed is the result. Is it ongoing? Uh, no, no, we, we, I, we haven't played in maybe like six years. And you don't, you don't use the, the internet to trade files and shit. No, you know, I mean, I know he's, he's into that kind of thing, but contrary to what one might believe i've never actually used a computer for music no i I can believe it i could totally fucking believe it yeah you know nobody knows when the sound's coming out the speakers it's almost like that wizard of oz movie pay no attention to that man behind the curtain you don't know (laughs) right it's just sounds and i know people it seems human beings like to get get all fetish about gear Mm -hmm. but at the end of the Day, it ain't gear it's actually sounds <laughs> right yeah 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 and that that is the, essentially the most important part yeah and how they get there yeah. i think that's the personal journey of the person expressing themselves yeah yeah like we, the, the public only needs to see the tip of the iceberg that's it that's <laughs> it you got it you got it you know that's why cucumbers work in your pants right <laughs> yeah. but, but who is that guy uh derek smalls uh, well harry Shearer, right the bass yeah. man, uh, <laughs> right? He's like fire. He's like ice. I'm like lukewarm water. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, is it is it a conscious thing, or is it, you just started off with some drum machines and some uh, uh, noisemakers, right? What, what like uh, synthesizers or, or, or keyboard Casios or what? Yeah, you know, most you know, it's I've mostly used drum machines, and I started with it. Drum machines, been really if they they fell into my lap it was like a friend was getting rid of one didn't want it and then you know so i i took it took them on and yeah drum machines uh synthesizers um samplers a lot of sam- a lot of a lot of the earlier stuff that i've made and and i still use, use them to today are you know i've used like doctor samples mostly and most and most of the music that i've made is my voice sample um just like, you know, manipulating it in different ways or making weird sounds and putting it through pedals and then looping it or doing whatever to it. But it's mostly mostly my voice sample. Um, 
That's yeah. like the beginning, right? Then you treat yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and then I treat it a little bit. Yeah, and then it's, and it stays in these boxes. You don't bring it into a pewter environment. No, no, no. It stays in the yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah, the doctor sample or. So, you know. uh, I'm, I'm curious, how do you end up recording? I have well, traditionally, and most of my recordings have been on uh, cassette, Tascam, four track. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I still use it to today. Even like the stuff that I just had a tape come out called American Evil. Yeah, and which I sent you a couple of the songs from it. Sure. That that whole thing I recorded, you know, last early early this winter. Um, I record on the Tascam four track, and you know, I have a, like a music room at my house. Um, how yeah, far how, how far back does that machine go? This one, I, I, I honestly, I go through them like every like probably like five or oh, six years. Oh, okay, okay. So yeah, it's, yeah. Not, that it's not the same one. No, no. no I, I'm on. I'm, I'm on probably my sixth uh, four track <laughs> of the same exact model. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, here we go but, with the uh, uh, MAX Neumach. Did I say it right? MX Neumach. So MX Neumach. MX Neumach. Okay. MX Neumach. Fucking what? Is it Neu like new? Because it's not spelled that yeah. way. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's N-O-I. I just made it up. This is a beautiful really. song, Walking at Night. Thank you. 
lot from Pedro show. We heard uh, MX Neumach doing walking at night. Sleep party people with an Iris pseudo pseudo chorus. <laughs> Whatever the fuck that means. Death of Samantha from Cleveland with conviction. Andrea Pensado from Salem, uh, Massachusetts. Uh, DLA Scriabina. Maybe, uh, yeah, she's from Argentina. So. And then MX Neumach with Second Glance. So t- 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 give us some insight on, uh, like, the comp- uh, composition process. Like, for example, what about the titles? Do they come first or last? Um, I, I, they kind of, it all kind of works, comes together at the same time. Yeah, I don't really, the, yeah, kind of do it. Like, I do one as I'm doing, I make the song as I'm making the lyrics. So they, they both define the, the structure. Well, what about like the, uh, okay, so the title, the title comes from the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for those two, for those two songs. That you well, I asked this, yeah. uh, Rob, because, you know, I need the title first. And like nobody I know hardly does that shit. <laughs> they always yeah, put it oh, on yeah, last, yeah. just like the bass guitar. You put it on last. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> what about, okay, since you're using drum machines, do you fire them up first? Do you get, do you get grooves going? I'm curious you know, about your process. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. No, mostly, um, I mean, I guess I, I work kind of a lot, or not now, but, you know, pre-COVID. And a lot of it, like, the the rhythm pops into my head while I'm working, while I'm, like, doing stuff. I'm just, like, have, like, a one second of freedom, and the, 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 the raw beat or, like, the main bass or whatever that is the main thing in the song just, you know, it literally just pops into my head. You know, it's like a natural pulse. It, do, do you use like a voice memo on a leash or something to remember it? Sometimes, yeah, yeah. Well, most I also kind of think like a good idea will stay with you. Yeah, so yeah, if, so if you know, like if you're trying too hard to remember it, then it's not worth remembering. <laughs> right, right, right. So that's a good if point. I get home and I still have it and it's still there, then I know it's a good idea. If it's gone, then then that's you know nature telling me that it's a freaking bad idea right right yeah it's good that yeah it makes good sense and and, so, and and you don't really make uh demos right the, 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 this this initial idea becomes like the backbone of the tune yeah basically yeah 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 and you know and it's funny like i usually record everything before i figure out how to perform it live like each each individual song oh yeah because you yeah. you got all that stuff going on it's layered up right yeah, yeah, and then I figure after after the after it's recorded, I'm like, okay, well, I want to play this song live, and I structure it a little bit better for for live performance and more of like a verse chorus kind of structure. And, and what about the idea of maybe you've been a gig and you see the guy opens up the crap top and just hits a space bar? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah, yeah. not much of a performance. Huh? <laughs> No, I mean, but that, I mean, I think that's that's like a different way of thinking about music and going about music. Where, you know, I, I like I've said like twice so far in this interview, and I say probably twenty times to myself during the days. You know, I'm I I I make rock and roll. Yeah, right. You know, right. So, you know, for me, the big part of it is getting out and you know, performing, having a good time. You know, letting letting go of like the stuff that you, you know. Right. Or, you know, letting go from the stuff that that sucks throughout the day. This interesting interview with John Coltrane in Japan, his last tour, the reporter man asked him, what's your idea of, cla- your definition of cla- classical music? He goes, I could be wrong, but maybe 
That's the kind of music you listen to sitting down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I No, I agree with that because I've seen – like I really love um, – like I, I got to see Arvo Park both times at the Estonian Choir sang in New York City, I think 2017 and 2018. Yeah. And that's the that and that like that's the that music is meant for the venue that it was performed in, which was a church. Right. You know, you're meant to be sitting down with your eyes closed, like having the room be part of it. And you know, it's you're supposed to sit and absorb it. Where like going to a basement show or um, a bar or whatever, and you want to rock and roll, you want to rock and roll. You know, you want to act a little wild, be friendly, sociable. But you so, know, lot, you know, yeah. a lot of early rock and rollers did learn how to sing in church, though. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> Little Richard and that stuff. So it's yeah. a trip. The yeah, yeah, it's I'm really interested. But, but I could tell you're a fan of music. <laughs> Look, we're yeah, at the end of this end of the second hour, March twenty, twenty twenty one. What Peter show special guest Robert Francisco. Hold tight for hour three. March twenty, twenty twenty one. Third hour, what for Pedro show?
Pedro Show started off the third hour, surra- surrounded by MX Neumach. And then we had David Gerard and Cousin Silas. I think they're from the eastern part of Massachusetts. Well, well David Gerard is, I know, with Palisades. And then finally, MX Neumach with Indulgence. So uh, you were telling me about this latest stuff you put out. It was actually during the situation. Yeah, the whole thing. So you would say a lot of the tunes are, well, did any of the music come before the situation or are they informed by the situation? Informed by the situation, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Right. Definitely as a result of the the times. Yeah. Well, you know, sometimes I think that's the way the, the arts are. They're kind of like reeds, right? And the, they resonate with the breeze that's blowing. Yeah, 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 totally. Unless you're in a cave. <laughs> yeah, unless you're at a cave staring at like the shadow on a wall from a fire. Right. Now, when we were off air, you were saying some great things about uh, uh, music and rock and roll and stuff. And, you know, we were, I brought up the thing, hey, at the early days of the movement, it was kind of anti-rock, but it really wasn't anti-rock. It was more anti-arena rock. Mm-hmm. And the stuff yeah. of bringing things into the clubs 
But you were lucky. You were young enough where you didn't have to really go through a period of arena rock shit. That only happened in the 70s. Because, you know, I, I helped out the Stooges for 125 months. And they told me in the 60s there was all kinds of club stuff and little labels. It's only that one weird period in the 70s where, where uh, you know, whatever. And But I think that's what... It's like a... a Farmer would tell you, you want a good crop, use a lot of manure, you know. <laughs> so, yeah. so when when you started on this record, was it like this is going to be an album, or I'm, here comes the first song, or do you do batches? Uh, you know, it just it, it actually came the the whole thing came kind of linearly, and I I, I I I came up with the imagery and the 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 first the fir, the main song American Evil. I came up with the imagery and that that song title and that song was the first thing and I was like, okay, I just saw it immediately it all all the, the image of the whole thing popped into my head and I was like, all right, I have a, a full concept thing here and it's gonna go. And then I just it just came. I was like, okay, this song makes the most sense and then I made the second song, third song, fourth song, etc. Also um, the album is like one big song with different parts. Kind I would say yeah. It's one it's one it's one full unit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done three of those. I, I, I fucking call them operas. I don't give a goddamn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is the American Evil Opera. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because sometimes, right, maybe the the song format ain't big enough to really get your concept, and you have to use different parts. Yeah, and there's different angles to the, to yeah. the same, to right. the same Dimension, thing. Right, perspective, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's not just anger, you know? There's no. all different things in there. But you, you you came up with the skeleton, and then you had to flesh it out with these different... Okay, and was one after, yeah, but, here comes the eyeballs, here comes the fingers. Here, yeah. yeah, and this one was the most natural. It was it was super natural. It was not super natural. It was extremely natural. So, you know what? Yeah, just, this makes a lot of sense to me now, like material obsession, indulgence. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So, you get a little insight from the fucking composer. <laughs> here, let, let's play material obsession.
to greet the early morning sun, closing it behind me, and away do I run to the meadow where the meadow lark is singing in the tree, in the meadow where I go walking in the early morning breeze. Cut my hands to catch a multicolored butterfly, perched upon the petals, flowers growing wild.
Watch for Pedro Show. Last music for this edition. MX Neumach. See, I got it now, man. Just rolls right off the fucking <laughs> thing. What? Slow learner, but he'll get it. Material Obsession. And Kishi Bashi, brand new. Uh, early Morning Breeze. Yeah, a couple songs about Early Morning. Early Morning Breeze, Kishi Bashi. And then Early in the Morning from uh, Yoko Ono with Kim Gordon and Thurston Moore. And finally, MX Neumach with Tender Sin. So, uh, how long... What did it all come quick? Well, you said it was linear, literal, linear. So it was one piece out, one part after another. Yep. Yeah. Now, th- thematically, you had that established. Uh, when when you when you when you the thing you say that makes a song for you grabs hold of you, and then you start building around it. You still had this big. Uh, concept in the back too right kind of like the guy holding the kite string yeah okay okay were you ever uh afraid of repeating yourself no 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 no, not at all yeah that's great why 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 you know like things come back for a reason you know themes come back for a reason musical or you know absolutely the the lyrics and and things can get a little i think things can get a little you know, a little shtick, like here's the reggae song, here's the ska song, here's the, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? It could get too stylized. So if you do find a voice, well, yeah, why not fucking chase that down and, and see all the consequence? Yeah, it's it's interesting that you brought up, um, you know, like here's a ska song, here's a reggae <laughs> song, etc. Because I like I consider myself also kind of like experimental, but not like I'm, I don't I'm not like going around like rubbing like sticks together and tapping on a window like you know like to me experimental could also be like just try you know it's simpler than that you know it could be oh here's combining here's combining genres or themes or yeah you know like the experiment is just the experiment of putting you know elements together right you know right it's 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 learning by doing yeah and put and like putting like okay maybe i'm making noise music but what if i put like a 50s swing vibe to it or something yeah right you know, right something more like that to me that's like that inspires me more than like feeling free or dealing with you know freedom in music <laughs> right right you know? the, this idea yeah. of juxtapose contrast yeah, yeah. And, and playing with playing with con not concepts but playing playing with like you know yeah playing with genre or right you know or the stupid like, bullshit I, how, of genre and, uh, yeah because exactly. maybe we're maybe we're moving towards what mike baguette calls post-genre yeah, we should, you know. I mean, well, yeah, well, okay. And I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but that yeah. also leads to something like pure individualism where each person has their own voice in their own song, which, you know, could be a good thing. Yeah, well, you know, look at your thumbprint. Yeah. That's pretty individual. You know, we're born kind of individual, but then we have a lot in common at the same time. Maybe it's a duality. Maybe both things exist at the same time. Right, right, yeah, yeah. I mean, in the in the Rost sense... And if everyone got to their, you know, the, to their essence, there would oh, there would be a lot of things that were really similar and a lot of things that are really different. And the thing that I think, you know, for a lot of my music that where I say, you know, like I come up with the the beat in my head while I'm just like working or doing something and then I come home, it sticks, it doesn't. Um, like I feel like the, the like the pulse that I try to like maintain or like capture is probably a universal pulse. You know, it's like everybody has that beat in their head or something. 
and then I'm just materializing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're all realizing it, you know. Yeah, yeah making yeah, it yeah, material. Yeah, yeah. 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 Now George Hurley, a Minuteman drummer, he wrote all his words while he he was at work, and he said yeah. he liked it because it was kind of a he was working a mill, mm -hmm. uh, lathe, horizontal lathe, and kind of semi-conscious, so the connections were kind of blurry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He liked it. And like all yeah. those songs, like the anchor and stuff like that, yeah. uh, search. Well, he wrote in that kind of state. You know, usually crack a dawn. He told me, and he said, "You get to title them." I yeah. said, "Okay, thank you, Georgie." That's a yeah. That's a good uh, free way of going about it, and especially being like, you know, I don't want to title it. You title it. You know, you see where you can, you take it. But right. you know the um, well, you know what yeah. I would use it for because I I was afraid to repeat myself. After about six or seven, remember their little songs, so you had to write a buttload, yeah. right? So it was like, man, what? It's like track housing or like Navy housing where I grew up. You know, the garage is on this side, okay? So by using other dudes' words, that helped me break out of the same old, same old of Watts' little gulag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that that, that makes sense. Now we're talking about 40 years ago, but <laughs> still. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> still, it's still okay. Where can people yeah. find you, uh, Robert, on the internet? Um, silvoxrecordings.bandcamp.com is the, is the best and easiest place. Not, yeah, that's your label, right? Yeah, it's just, a, it's just basic, mostly my own music, but I do. Yeah, no, but it's, I love this idea. Put out your own music, record yourself. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to encourage more and more music, uh, music people to do this. Cause that's one good thing about the, the newer technology. It is more econo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Easier on the break. Mm-hmm. Okay, big, big fucking honor. When you get another album together, will you come back on the show and we can rap about it? Yeah, I'd love to. Okay, yeah, okay. so much fun. You got it. Yeah. People, it's been on March 20, 2021 Dish Watt Peter Show. Gave you powder, right?